You're on the Harland Highway. Yeah, yeah, baby. All right, I tried to seduce you with a sexy singing voice to try and get you to listen to the podcast, but I guess if you're already here, you were already intent on listening to the podcast, and I just wasted one of my top seductive moves for no reason at all. I could have uh, I could have been serenading a uh, Victoria's Secret model somewhere in Brazil, but I just burned through that, and wow, dumb move. Uh, really uh, cool show today, interesting, a little different. Um, this is a show where at the beginning, I'm going to take a bunch of your phone calls because it occurred to me that a bunch of the phone calls were come that were coming in were in reference to me doing a couple of podcasts where I played for you some clips of me doing stand-up comedy live at local comedy clubs. Uh, me do, playing clips of yours truly getting up on stage and working on new material and stuff like that. So a lot of people were requesting more, as you'll hear in these phone calls. And so on today's show, you're going to get more. I'm going to play you some more of me live at the local comedy club on the Harlan Highway. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. I will look for you. Does your mother know what you're doing for a living? The Harland Highway. Hey-oh! I will find you. My mom always said, you can't handle the truth! (laughs) (laughs) Many years of therapy. Many, many, many fucking years of therapy. I will kill you. Listen, lame brain. Let an expert show you how to do this. The Harland Highway. You never know what you're going to get. It's the Holland Highway. Hey there, Snarlin Fillmore. Who am I talking to? Now, anybody, this is your friend Tim. Uh, I just wanted to call in and say that I love hearing some of your stand-up, and um, I think you should make it a regular thing, you know? Maybe, like, bi-weekly or something, because I was laughing so much, so much with each of the ones that you had in these last few episodes. So, um, as always, love your show. Uh, I'm a faithful pavement pounder. And, uh, yeah, man, keep living the dream, brother. Wow, okay. So uh, I've, I've been getting uh, some phone calls from you guys. As you know, uh, from time to time, I uh, I throw up uh, one of my live stand-up sets. What I do is I, uh, I drop in at a local comedy club and as I told you, I go up on stage and I just kind of wing it. Uh, I try to work on new material. Sometimes I throw in an old joke uh, here and there. But for the most part, I try to work on uh, new stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I improvise with the crowd. I deal with hecklers. I, uh, I just kind of flow. That's my writing process. And... Uh, Lately, uh, every now and then, I put up uh, one of my quick little 15 or 20-minute sets. And uh, I've been getting some great feedback from you guys, the Pavement Pounders. Um, some people are loving it. Some people are reading into it maybe too much. Some people are relating to it. Uh, here's another uh, Here's another little quick call. Yeah, Harlan, definitely record and play more of those uh 
improvised sets and great stuff. Well, cool. I'm I'm glad you like it. Uh, you know what? I've actually got some uh, some more uh, of that stuff uh, coming up for you right here. And uh, let's listen to a little bit more of the feedback from people and uh, get their reaction to me doing these uh, kind of wing it style uh, comedy sets. That's why I'm eating sunflower seeds, because I want to be a flower child. Hey, this is Rev Pops calling from Detroit. Anyway, listen, I listened to your uh, live recording of your stand-up gig. Uh, I've been a minister for 35 years all over North America, Mexico City to Toronto, Ontario. It was a little painful. I'd appreciate if you could go over some of the highlights and explain what you were trying to do because you, you said some old jokes like the marshmallow ghost farts. That's old as the hills. Um, so I don't. it seemed like maybe you were trying, like, what was that about? Were you trying to reset, trying to think of another original thing or go off on another tangent? It's interesting, the creative process. I'm a songwriter. I have a creative process. I'm just interested, you know, what was going on? What was going on with that? I understand why you gave the false name at first, that, that, but, but the actual process, like the way you were dealing with the hecklers, the lady gets up and walks out. Why would you not just assume that the babysitter didn't call? Why did you take it personally? Okay, as a minister, that struck me. You know, you're a successful guy, but you're not a superstar like Jim Carrey, one of your buddies. But you're not a nobody. You can go to the mall. You can go to the comedy club, and, and you're somebody. You could be somebody, that, but you can still have... You're in a really good place, but you're not fulfilled. I know this as a minister. There's, a, there's, a, there's, some, there's some spirit that Christ has to put into your heart. You haven't really found your dream yet, and this is connected to the marriage thing. Uh, women sense this. They know that you're not completely confident Give me a call. I think I had the answer for you. I'm involved in a lot of projects uh, here and overseas. I think that I have a project that I personally could work with you on, give you a big boost. All right, peace and love. Peace and love, Pops. Uh, wow, wow. There's a guy, a uh, minister, who appreciated uh, the, the improvised stand-up set and also... Uh, was able to give me uh, a little life counseling, relationship counseling, and uh, had some interesting insights into my spirituality. Um, hey, I don't, I don't mind the free assessment. Not really gonna concur that you, uh, you're accurate, but there's probably a sprinkle of truth to everything. Uh, interesting insights. Um, and as far as, uh, you know, dropping in the marshmallow joke or the, it's like I said, you know, I'm up on stage freewheeling it. So every now and then, uh, if I draw a blank or I'm, I'm kind of spinning my wheels, trying to think of the next thing to say, maybe I'll drop in an oldie to, uh, keep the, the flow going. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned about the uh, the lady leaving uh, to check her phone because, Pops, even you with your insights, I kind of tricked you, man. That's part of the art of working a crowd is uh, everything you do, you make it seem like it's real. And in this instant, uh, I guess a lady got up, she walked, out, she walked out or she got on her cell phone to text or something. And uh, it sounds like you thought I took it for real and and uh, was upset with her. 
couldn't be further from the truth, Pops. Uh, all that stuff up on stage, it's all for effect. It's all uh, me uh, pretending I'm upset to get into the bit, to create uh, some emotion, to create uh, some conflict, to create some comedy. So uh, whatever you thought it sounded like, you're you're a little off on that assessment. Don't mean to burst the bubble, but uh, that's part of the art of uh, being on stage and uh, taking over a crowd and commanding the crowd. Uh, most comedians... Uh, even when it might look like they're losing it, that might even be staged for effect. Uh, now, not to say some comedians don't lose it, but a guy like me, nope. All that stuff you heard was uh, in my brain choreographed and well mapped out. And that's why I wing it, because I like to flex that muscle. I like to uh, deal with unexpected events, problems, things that happen in the audience and... uh and it's my job to create the illusion that uh, stuff's happening in the moment. And uh, I get to take it wherever I want. So interesting uh, call. Uh, let's take one more and then we'll get to the, uh, to the, to the bit, my, uh, my fresh live stand-up bit. Uh, the next call is by a guy who can relate to it because he's a musician uh, and uh, he likes to improvise with his music the way I like to improvise on stage with my comedy. So uh, I guess we're kind of kindred spirits and he was able to relate to uh, my methodology up on the uh, stand-up stage. Take a listen and then we'll go right to the uh, fresh stand-up clip. Hey, Harlan, what's up, man? <clears throat> Uh, this is Mark from Ottawa, Ontario. I'm sure you know where that is. I uh, just listened to your podcast, uh, the one where you uh, played one of your stand-up routines. And I just wanted to tell you, I think it's really awesome that that's the way you do your uh, you do the, your writing, is that you just bring stuff live, some ideas, put it together. Um, and uh, <laughs> half the stuff that you said was gold, so... I, I agree with your other listener there. I think uh, you definitely need to record more of your shows. And, uh, I mean, you could you already put out, like, two podcasts a week. I think you could put out a third one, and every third one could just be a stand-up routine, and I would listen to it and laugh just as hard as any of the other ones. Um, anyway, yeah, the, and one of the reasons that, that uh, I really enjoyed this one was because, personally, I'm a musician, and... Uh, I used to rehearse songs, and I used to do all that, and it's kind of the equivalent of, I guess, writing your jokes down first, but um, but now what I do is I do some improvisational music, and it's kind of the same thing. I get a lot of sounds together that I like, and uh, I don't have anything solid. I just have stuff that works together and sounds good together, and then I sit down and I do a podcast myself um, once or twice a week, usually twice a week where I just sit down with some sounds and some, I usually, sometimes I'll have a guitar, sometimes I'll have drums, sometimes I'll just use all electronic sounds, and I just sit down and I just gel it out. And uh, it's cool to see that not only in music, but also in comedy that works. So, um, And definitely tape some more of your stand-up routines, because it's hilarious, man. You're doing a great job. All right, much love. Bye-bye. Much love. Thank you so much for the calls, all all you guys. And uh, without further ado, 
Uh, I wanted to play play those calls for you just so you could hear some feedback on uh, on these clips that I played. So without uh, further ado, let's get to it. I believe this is a clip of me uh, jumping up on stage at the uh, Improv in uh, Hollywood and uh, just letting her rip. Uh, you might hear a couple of the oldies. You'll hear newies. You'll hear all kinds of stuff. I uh, hope you enjoy it. And just so you know, you'll hear some music playing as I walk up on stage, and you'll hear me talking to uh, musicians. Uh, this was kind of a unique show where they decided to have like a, a six, seven-piece uh, little band on the stage. So talk about making uh, life even more difficult for a stand-up comedian. Imagine doing a show where there's people sitting all around you, literally about three feet away from you. Like these musicians were were around me in kind of a horseshoe, so it was a little uh, unnerving, and just uh, added to the madness. And uh, you'll hear them drop in with some of their uh, music. So this is me winging it on stage. Nose and fart for half an hour. Right in the 
his fucking nose, huh? That's a blast. Did you know that uh, dinosaurs were not killed by the Ice Age? Dinosaurs were not killed by meteors. Uh, gang, dinosaurs were eaten by rocks. Uh, no, if you cut a rock open, chances are you'll find a skeleton. Sir? Uh, I can't count. You can't count. Why not? We're 
hands clicked off and a lot more
which is a giant energy that goes out beyond the fastest regions of our understanding. It goes beyond the realms of our comprehension. And because of that, sir, I can't do the fucking job. So thanks for fucking up the show, sir. Sir, are you writing something down there? You pulled out a little book. What, what were you writing down? Your material. My material? Well, I wouldn't call it material. I'd call it shit, really. <laughs> Speaking of shit, you ever make origami with your toilet paper? And wipe your ass with a swan? tell you that porcupine didn't work out too well. How old are you, kid? I was making 101 Dalmatian jokes about you earlier. Give me a drum roll. I know I missed it. Oh, like a rim shot. No, a rim shot like I did a joke. Thank you. <laughs>
Jiffy Pop in that hat. <laughs> Give me a little bit of um, Horse with No Name. I'm going to go out on a song. Horse with No Name by America. Yeah, three, two, one. Horse with No Name. Go. There it is. There it is, gang. That's me. Um, There it is. That's me up on stage, uh, just jumping up at the uh, improv, the world-famous improv comedy club on Melrose Avenue in uh, Hollywood, California. And uh, uh, just a sneak peek into uh, my process, how I write, how I uh, come up with material. I just kind of let it come out and uh, feel it and uh, try and work it. And uh, I'm glad you uh, you guys dig it. Thanks for your uh, your uh, phone calls, your emails, uh, your interest. And, uh, yeah, man, if you guys like this stuff, I'll, uh, I'll uh, throw one up here now and then. And uh, we'll all have some chuckles together. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, but that is the end of our show, dedicated to some stand-up comedy today. Very nice. Um, what can I tell you? I'm going to be doing a show in uh, Huntsville, Ontario, Canada on Thursday, August 8th. It's the uh, Huntsville Comedy Festival, Summer Comedy Fest. And uh, I'll be at the Huntsville Theater right there on Main Street in uh, Huntsville, Ontario, so get your tickets for that. And then uh, August 15th to the 18th, I'll be down in Florida on a place called Marco Island. There's a great comedy facility there. And uh, I'll be down there. Check me out. Uh, so that's it, gang. Thanks for being here. Maybe we'll see you at the Comedy Club one day. And uh, until then, um, you know, chicken... Chow mein. Baby.